0: At Thibodeau Regional, we're proud to announce we've received Health Grade's 2017 Outstanding Patient Experience and Patient Safety Excellence Awards. Once
1: more, we're the only hospital in Louisiana to achieve both awards four years in a row. Why should this matter? Because it confirms two things, our commitment to quality and your satisfaction, both very important when it comes to your family's health care. Thibodeau Regional,
2: once again recognized by Healthgrades for providing outstanding quality care. For more info, go to Thibodeau.com. Oh, oh,
0: oh, O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts has what you need to keep your engine performing at its best. Our professional parts people will help you select the right products for your vehicle and your budget. Like five quarts of Castrol GTX conventional oil and a microguard filter just $28.99. Save money on your next oil change. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, oh, oh,
3: O'Reilly. Auto Parts.
0: You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, but when we just come out and say it, it feels like it falls a bit flat. So, we're going to tap into human emotion. First, with some music. Then, in a serious tone, I'll say, Save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. And even though it was about saving money with Progressive, we'll fade out the music so you know it was poignant. Wow. Powerful stuff. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations.
2: Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, LaRose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Cattengill Hello,
3: sports fans. Well, hello there.
2: Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Jordan.
5: Welcome
6: back to the Sports Hangover. No, it's not Gus Kattengill. It's Jordan Cleaver with General D and Travis, member of LaBoo's kingdom. Ron, Nope, boo. Gus left for Philadelphia to call Tulane's women's basketball as they take on Temple. So that is why he is not here. Um, to recap what we talked about The past two hours um, At 12.30 we had Chris Connor You can Follow him over on Twitter at Impatient Bull He had a Twitter spaces with Kendrick Perkins, he hosted a Twitter Space and it was a bunch of fun last Night just seeing everybody, all the New Orleans Pelicans fans rally Behind um, What Kendrick Perkins kind of said, not rally Behind but kind of push back saying Hey, Pelicans need to relocate Then, over in the 2 o'clock hour, we had Rafael Esparza, none other than Vegas himself, talking about this upcoming weekend's big sporting odds. Then we had Daniel Salerson, a part of the radio broadcast crew for the New Orleans Pelicans, previewing the Pelicans game up against the Phoenix Suns tonight. So that leads us into this hour. We're going to be talking with Marlon Favreit and leo Haggerty. it's going to be kind of football driven this hour um let's just kind of reiterate 800 is the way to call into the show i see one of the lines ringing but um uh, we'll get to that once buddy gives us the name to that caller um let's kind of start back up where we left off last hour
7: real quick one thing that we completely forgot about general d can we just talk about how mr quarterback right here where's his quarterback where Jordan? Where's your, where's your,
4: where's
6: Mitch Trubisky? Mitch Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, actually, I, <laughs> Isn't a I backup have a soundbite. Can he have a backup in Buffalo BSD yes, yes. on this? I have to find him real quick, but <laughs> yeah. they're saying, hey, Mitch is going to have He's another shot. Have in a this, market. Uh, yeah. Another
7: shot in this league. Again, uh, what did we just say? The quarterback market is going to be insane, but he should, like even, you know who's going to have value? You know who has value right now? Marcus Mariota.
1: That's it's another one, one that was it's linked It's a name to the that we as, don't as talk about a possibility about but Mid, I just, mid-range mid-range thrower. he's not yeah, a good deep ball guy so That's 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 the problem you have. I, I you know, going back to where the Saints have deficiency at I think you know, are going to be strapped with for cash, you know. They always want to have this narrative that you know, the Saints don't have any cap space and what, you know, there's a lot of ways to get around it. And if you follow some of the guys that cover the team, there's definitely ways that you can free some money up. But the one that's going to be very difficult and there's two main questions you have to ask yourself are you going to be able to sign, retain Teron Armstead as your left tackle and also Marcus Williams? Those are the two main things. Now, if you're looking at from the standpoint of who's your head coach and keeping your defense together, you're mm-hmm. probably going to retain Williams. Mm-hmm. Now, depend upon if he prices himself out the market, everybody's seen the countdown when, he was, he, in the, when he was I in the weight would. room. Yeah. So, you know, he may be trying to break the bank since the fact that he got tagged last year. Although Teron Armstead, when he's on the field, has been – absolutely dominating. The problem is he's had a lot of injuries. And the, the amount of money he's going to command in the open market, I don't think that the Saints can go after. No, I think Teron's going to – I think he'll be in um, Cincy. I that think that would be w- the most logical Whitewood place. If I was Cincy it. with his, got cap oh, space, yeah, I would pay him. Him. Yeah. yeah. Before,
6: and Before we get to Sherman, uh, he, here's what Jeremy <laughs> Fowler had to say earlier in the week about the Bills they can – Mitch Trubisky has in the show. Oh, I caught up Josh
0: Allen, Jordan Poyer, some, you know, Brandon Bean, the GM in Buffalo. Like they all believe he's going to get a chance. Uh, Jordan Poyer said 1000% <laughs> <laughs> he's an NFL starter. Like, oh, like they are effusive well, in their praise in the of him. <laughs> he looked great. Uh, you know, I know it's just scout team practices and things like that, but he was overqualified oh, for that job. Well um, they, they believe that Josh Allen will have rubbed off on him by being able to trust his instincts and athleticism the way Allen does and the way Buffalo emboldens him to do so. Emboldened. Uh, yeah. that it's okay to make mistakes. I, I think. He was playing pretty rigid in Chicago. So uh, if he gets a second chance, I I do think he's going to let it fly a little bit. And and I expect there are enough jobs, musical chairs-wise, for him to get one. Before Travis can can even
6: respond to that, Sherman, welcome to the sports hangover. Uh, What you got for us today, man?
8: Yeah, I just had a question about the Pelicans. I don't know. I know you're talking about Saints. Oh no, go ahead. I mean, the the whole talk of the town is dying and whether he's ever going to play for the Pelicans again. And what do you think – if the Pelicans, even if he didn't step back on the court this season and we went into the off season with him, what's his trade value right now?
6: It's, I mean, it's definitely not the highest right now. It's, I wouldn't say that you could – I think you could get probably a lot more for him when you, when, before he was even drafted than you could right now. Would you have to say that, Travis? So his
7: trade value is going to be based on if you have the market for it to keep him as well. Because it's if you're going to trade him, and I'm not saying this, General D, because I know General D is a Zion defender. I'm just saying it seems like he wants to be in quote unquote. I use these quotations really, you know, scarcely, but uh, he wants to be in a big market quote unquote. Then you got to go where? New York? You got to go to Dallas? You got to go to L.A.? None of these teams
1: right now have the capital to trade for him. When is the last time a free agent has gone to New York?
6: Never. They don't.
1: Absolutely. I don't understand why everybody so, keeps saying so that. So
6: everyone like keeps... like 22 years, huh? Right. It's so been a long time. We need time, to stop
1: man. saying that because these these media members who are in these big markets want a guy like Zion, so they have in something New York. to talk about yeah. all the time. And, if the, and in, Sherm, to answer your question about what kind of value he has, he's more valuable to yourself than you are to the open market. Mm-hmm. So you really have to have him and play him out. And, like I mentioned before... I'm not an apologist for Zion. Zion has made mistakes. The organization has made mistakes. And I think he has a lot of growing up to do. But the talent is there. The question is if your medical team is confident that his foot is going to heal. Now, we've seen Durant have a very similar injury. Went out and got a very similar procedure done. And got a second surgery as well because he missed an entire year. Now, do I think that Zion's coming back this year? No, I do not. I do think that he is rehabbing. I do think that he's on track for where they want him to be. And will his team make the playoffs? You know, who knows? There's a there's a good chance. But as Travis mentioned before, it's a very difficult stretch they have. And at the point that they're at now, they have to be able to gel, and they got to gel pretty quickly. Sure. And to I'm, Sherm, I'm to sorry. your point, is that right now his value is not where it needs to be. So you just need to hold on to the asset because if at any point he does come out and publicly say, I do not want to be here – or if you find that out from his agency or whatever it is, then you move him. But as you sent right now, you have to retain the asset you have of a transcendent young talent that's only 21 years old. And to that point, I want to wish a happy birthday to the blonde bomber who's 20 years old today. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
7: Uh, sir, real quick. Actually, if we're going to talk about trade value, the most valuable the most valuable asset probably the Pelicans have is that Lakers pick right now. Um, it's probably more valuable than Zion, or you can pair it with Zion. But any trade value, anything that the – any moves that the Pelicans make is going to be centered around those picks, Um if I had to take a guess. Uh, and how
1: beautiful would it be for the Pelicans – I know you're not oh, not going to oh, like this oh, – was for God. us to play the play-in game with the, with you the can, Lakers. You're not going to win a game. And knock them out. You're not going to win a game. Hold on hold on. Well, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Hold well, on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Let's not
7: stop. Win nah, that stop. Game. You okay, just okay, okay. LeBron listen. Listen. Right listen. Now. Listen, you just, you, you listen, to, now. listen to what I'm about to tell you guys, okay? I said they probably lose the game, okay? That don't mean I don't think they're going to lose in the playoffs. Let's go back and let's let's talk about let's talk about the difference between a regular season basketball game and a playoff basketball game. They lost last year, They lost last year in the playoffs. How did they lose in the playoffs last year? Do you remember actually what happened in the series? Mr. Glass got hurt again. But before he got hurt, they were beating the shenanigans out of Phoenix. Everybody was questioning if Phoenix was going to actually win that series. They were going to lose this series. Well,
1: do you think he's going to be healthy?
7: No. Why do you want to be healthy? So, then, you, so there's is, the answer to your think, question. I don't
6: think they're going to lose to the Pelicans? Why are the members of, of LeBron's kingdom wanting to force Anthony Davis out of town if that was the re- sole Time out. reason We're why. not forcing him well, out. That's what forcing, I've been hearing all he's week. He's
1: forcing himself out. All right, out, okay. Guys, I will give you this, that a, LeBron, a healthy LeBron – can carry his team to heights that nobody has seen because he is the face of the franchise and he's an unbelievable talent. The problem is his ancillary talent is not there. It's terrible. It's not there. It's, so ugh. if if he gets in foul trouble, he gets hurt, He it's gets over. it's yeah, over for right, them. So I let's just it. talk reality. And the the Pelicans have a, a nice chance to go in there and knock them off if they can put it together here. And then all of a sudden that pick becomes very valuable that this, that are going to get from L.A. They
7: won't beat L.A period book it in playoff scenario will not
3: play off beat
6: los angeles I have, I have, period we'll agree to we'll agree to disagree but i want to go back to what general d said a little bit earlier when sherman was on the phone it was uh, about zion williamson and his foot injury cj McCollum actually talked about the injury and just how he's struggled with adversity when when he's had something like a foot injury here's what cj
9: had to say yesterday yeah it's mentally frustrating for sure challenge i broke my foot my senior year in high school my rookie year and then i had a a, a fracture um i think last a season or two ago <laughs> so the, i mean i know the rehab process i know what it's like and like you said all the things that you're normally normally doing you can't do you can't walk to the bathroom you can't you stand up in the shower i had to put a chair in the shower i had to go through all of that stuff and it's frustrating. I don't know the extent of you know where he's at now, or where he was, but um, it's tough. It takes a it takes having a, a solid you know supporting cast, a solid you know, you know family foundation around you to kind of encourage you, help you, and then you know making sure you're doing the little things, you know eating right, getting your sleep, uh, mentally kind of staying engaged. What's the first and, thing he uh, said? Trying to I right? you know, always <laughs> say you know find things that make you happy. You know, healthy joys, <laughs> healthy habits. And you know, for me, it's like my son or yoga or walking my dog or being with my wife. But I think those things are really important for not only what? Athletes, mental
1: health, what did he just say? What did he say? He said, healthy, he said, eating right, he said, making sure you do right. Is that what I heard? Did, did we not forget about there was, a, there was a pandemic and how many people oh, gained on, weight during the pandemic? I mean, this. really, those guys oh, weren't playing basketball. Man. Oh, okay,
7: right? All right, all right. So now it's the pandemic. Right. Now we are we pandemicking? If, all if all we're all going right. to talk
1: about it in, in terms right. of the average individual, which these guys are average individuals, they just have unbelievable athleticism. Zaya's fat. Well, no. I, Come on, man. I hey, mean, he's fat. He he could. He's not that he's fat. I mean, if you probably look at his body composition, he is able to carry a lot of weight and a lot of it, he does muscle. Could he be lighter? And and to go back to the point I think we talked about before, it wasn't until a a, a strong all star sat Charles Barkley down and said yeah, Moses still, Malone mm-hmm. said that because Moses. I know the story here is Moses Malone was in his his hotel room. And Barkley was frustrated because he wasn't getting the consistent minutes that he wanted. And he goes to Moses, who was an all-star at the time, one of the faces of the league, and says, "How can I? How can I get more minutes?" He says, "You're out of shape." And it really hit home And he's like, "What are you talking about?" He thought he was he was playing like he was supposed to be, and it crushed Barkley. And people react two different ways: either that that ignites a fire under him and they actually go out there and work harder, or they res- or they fall back into their shell, and I think that's what kind of happened to Zion, but there has been no leader on that team to be able to take him by the hand and say, this is, young fella, how you get it done?
6: Let's go to the phone line. D, is it D? Um, you have about a little over 60 seconds. Give us your best 60 seconds, man. Hello, D? Yes, sir. Yes, gotcha. Is it D?
10: Oh, uh, Steven.
6: Steven. St- sorry about that.
10: Okay. No, I was just calling to see uh, what the Saints might do in the first round of the draft with the way the Alvin Kamara situation might play out. Would they maybe go mm-hmm. running back the first few rounds to kind of have something to fall back on?
1: Well, I'll take that one. I don't think they're going to go running back in the first round. Um, I think, if anything, based on what we were talking about before – Depending upon if there's an offensive lineman that sits there, if that's one of the top that they have graded on on their draft board, they would go with. But I think right now everybody's got to be circling the wide receiver position. There's a couple of guys out there that are that are you know long, very talented, and have you know run run the 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 four five speed, four four, and at six five. You know, so I think that's probably the best spot for them to go. there's another – people are saying, too, that the defensive tackle position is something that they could address. But I do think that they are going to go best available in a sense, and but they're not going to take running back probably until a little bit later in the, in the draft probably would be something third. that they would have drafted. Probably or they go out around. in free agency. A lot of what happens is what happens in free agency, you're going to try to fill in some of these needs. Mm-hmm. And once you're able to see, okay, we kind of have our roster set, I think, you know, we're talked about this, that Mark Ingram's going to be a guy that because his contract is pretty light this year is a guy that gives you that leadership and if you can get a couple of games to bridge you to Kamara and then subsidize him with one of these you know younger picks tony fine. jones is still in your roster and i believe that um Montgomery's still there who is able to play kind of that hybrid flex role for you that Kamara was if he's not not there can do cuz you know one thing that Montgomery gives you is a lot of those wheel routes out the backfield he's able to play running back at times. I mean, he was a 100-yard runner for us a a couple of different times within his career. And um, he just, you know, if if we know that that's going to be his role moving into the season, I think that could fill that void. But if you're asking me whether if I was going to be betting on who's there going to be their selection in the first round, I'm saying it's going to be a a wide receiver. I would love um, uh, Jamison uh, Williams um, out of Alabama. And then there's a Drake Boston, I believe it is, uh, out of USC, that's a guy that I kind of had penciled in. He's six five, runs like a six four. I mean, uh, um, a four a four, and is a guy that I think is a big target.
7: One hundred percent, I believe they're going. Um, I'm willing to say one hundred percent they probably go wide receiver. I'm also willing to bet if they can get their hands on one of those Ohio State guys. One, they love Ohio State guys. One of those guys. That's another, there's
1: here. two Ohio State players. Really in good. And those guys are game changers that do give you a lot of versatility that that, that the offense likes.
6: Steven, thank you so much for the phone call. Two more guests, and then we have one more open segment if you want to call in, 800-998-1003. Up next, Marlon Favreite will talk all things LSU and maybe touch up on the Saints a little bit. Coming out of the break, again, Marlon Favreite, you're listening to the Sports over your flagship station, of the New Orleans Pelicans, ESPN Radio We
2: got to kill
0: The new year is here at Greg LeBlanc Toyota, and we're celebrating. Check out the fresh new inventory arriving daily, plus great deals now at Greg LeBlanc Toyota and Homa. Check out the all-new, redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Greg LeBlanc Toyota has given top dollar for your trade. We want your trade-in. Or check the inventory online online at Toyota.com. These super savings won't last long. Greg's got the deals. South Hollywood Road, Homa. Shop now. The cleanup continues from the recent storms, and we want you to know that nobody can get a metal roof or metal building to you faster than Reed's Metals in Brookhaven. For all your metal building components, Reed's Metals has it all in stock. Roll-up doors, insulation, skylights, purlins, and more. Our metal building frames are American-made steel, all put
2: together by certified welders.
0: Metal buildings and everything you need with quick delivery, too. When you call Reed's Metals in Brookhaven, 601-823-6516, or online at reedsmetals.com
11: individual rates coverage offerings and savings may vary subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas if you're a small business owner listen up high insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments the kind that could save you money workers comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face but did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices that's right But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. And with helpful representatives just to call away, it's easy to understand why Pi is rated excellent by customers on Trustpilot. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or go to saveonpie.com. That's SaveOnPie.com. Oh, big
8: talker, ain't
3: you? The man that likes to talk.
2: Now, back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com.
6: No, it's not Gus Gattengill. It's Jordan Cleaver with Travis LeBron's sidekick and oh, General D. We have Marlon Fabright, but Marlon actually requested me to make this his intro music. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, oh, yeah. This is Marlon, by the way. I like
2: it. He <laughs> kicks in here. It kicks in.
8: for the radio hello hello somebody yeah i'ma move my body yeah, i'ma be somebody you never know when you gonna need somebody
6: how- Marlin, how you doing man mardi gras season's upon us how's your day been Marty so is in the building that's
8: what we're talking about yesterday but yeah. hello somebody that's it. We're going to do that Hello Somebody video shoot tomorrow, Jordan. And I'm super excited about it, so let's go ahead and say
5: it. Hello,
6: somebody. Hello, somebody. <laughs> well, I know we were talking about a little bit. Um, just during the break, we talked about what the Saints should do. You know, in, in these next couple of months, you know, talking about some of the draft boards, saying, hey, Kenny Pickett's. I, mean, I know General D said, hey, what about DJ Chalk uh, maybe coming over? In, yeah. in a trade." Just kind of give us your – what do you want to see the Saints do? Uh,
1: How's DJ DJ doing over there? Has he he gotten healthy? Because I know that was something that was – I think he would gotten hurt. and He was in that abyss over there in in Jacksonville. I think he's a free agent. That might be a a, a good sign that the Saints could go after in free agency. Because I do think that they're going to go first round with a receiver. And I said the wrong name before. I was remiss. I want to say Drake London's the guy out of USC. And then the guy that, that we talked about briefly is Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State and. And Travis made the point here when the break of talking about how much you know Sean Payton and the the whole regime over there loved Ohio State guys, so that might be another one that that we could go target. Which what's, what's your take on DJ Chark's abilities one and two? His health.
8: Well, I think the ability. If you start with his ability, he can catch. Uh, he runs really good routes, and uh, if you remember, his first two years in, in, in Jacksonville was, was was really good. Uh, as far as the injuries, he's a younger guy, so I'm not as is worried as if he's like a 32-year-old wide receiver with dealing with those injuries. You know, Charky's in his early uh, to mid-20s, uh, and he has a lot of upside in him. He's, he's a good good locker room guy, uh, just working with LSU Sports Radio over the last few years. I, you know, I, I noticed that about him my first year there, his last year, just how uh, re- receiving he is uh, and, and just how patient he is. Because remember, it was Malachi Dupree and guys like that before at LSU, and then you know, D.J. Chark had that one year and uh, took full advantage of it and, and got drafted pretty high. So I, I think that would be a really good choice uh, for the Saints to at least take a look at free agent.
1: The other name that, that people throw out there who's going to be a free agent as well is Jarvis Landry. Do you see Jarvis Landry a better fit or D.J. Chark for our system?
8: I would say Landry uh, just simply because we need a, a a solid number one, number two receiver when, when him and – Odell Beckham was on in Cleveland for about a good year and a half. With when Baker was was being somewhat consistent, I want to say this was a, a season or two ago. It, it looked good, and with with the possibility of getting Michael Thomas back in the spring, in regards to training, uh, you do that after the draft. Start having those guys develop that chemistry that we always talk about, and and, and have a one a solid one-two receiver. You don't have to draft. A, a, uh, a wide receiver in the first round. You can look at that position maybe in the third round, uh, maybe in the fourth round as well. First round, you can focus on whether it's your future quarterback, let him develop behind Jameis unless there's a longer-term plan for Jameis. Or, you know, you, you might want to look at someone on the defensive side of the ball, maybe at a 3 pack, just to add some more stout and consistency on the line up front with that first-round pick as opposed to going after a skill position or receiver.
7: Hey, Marlon, it's Travis, man. It's been a long time, man. My mama says hi. What man. up, T, baby? <laughs> Nothing much, man. Long time, no talk to. Uh, speaking of LSU, since we go, we keep going here, and you know, I ain't the biggest LSU fan, so don't beat me up for that like you did last time. Gold, though. Yeah, here he go. You know, we LeBron fans, Marlon, so that's why. But, uh, let's talk about the impact of Frank, of bringing Frank Wilson back. I, I know it, it kind of, it didn't pan out. Really, really well for this the beginning of the recruiting trail this year, but we know going forward, we know what the objective is. It's going to be to lock down the city, and um, just let's talk about the impact of Frank. I mean, um, you know, I will own Frank Wilson. So,
8: well, for me personally, it, it means a lot. I've been knowing Frank since I was in high school. Of course, my uh, my high school years at, at West Jeff, and even some time at Shaw, uh, going against uh, Opare Walker at the time. So I'm excited about him, and even his time in college. Like we've always crossed paths. either when he was at Ole Miss, or you know, later on in my in my uh, my playing career, and as an early broadcaster, going to LSU and talking with Frank when he was there uh, back a few years back. Um, he's someone who recruited my son, Kentrell heavily, uh, heavily for uh, um, uh, for McNeese when he was the head coach. So I saw him this summer. Um, so I'm, I'm excited about about Frank Wilson being there, not just from the coaching aspect and his maturity and, uh, and, and able to, excuse me, help these guys mature on, uh, but, you know, just the ability to, to to keep Louisiana together, right? You know, this is a guy who, who recruits really well. You can mention a Frank Wilson along with the Coach Ed Ogeron's of the world and, you know, things that Coach Saban and Dabo Sweeney's able to do in regards to recruiting um that that's a big deal for LSU to have a guy like Frank Wilson. And just someone who's going to keep it real with you. That that's one thing I appreciate Absolutely. about Frank over the years, uh just his honesty and his uh you know, his, his, his straightforwardness.
7: Uh, um Marlon, I just want to go ahead and we we've never been able to have a chance to talk about it. But uh you speak about the Walker days. I remember being on the sideline and watching you hit somebody and I was questioning if high school football was for me at that point. I just want to let you uh <laughs> let you know about that real quick before we carry on.
5: you gotta see hello (laughs) yeah right it was
7: a it was a real hello somebody hit that's what it was
6: (laughs) marlon let's stick with lsu football uh brian kelly earlier this week announced his offensive and defensive coaching staff um or introduced them so, so to say what stood out to you the most about that press conference who impressed you the most this week
8: I mean, I would probably want to say uh, Cartag-Hankton, just again, kind of along the lines of being being a homeboy, correct, Uh, him being a homeboy, one, and two, just how successful he has been, right? Look at that Georgia offense last year, and over the past few years, and just checking his track record, and and once again, a Louisiana through-and-through guy, so it's someone who uh, again, loves this opportunity, you know, left a, a, a good, a, a great job for greater in his, uh, in his, uh, movement still. Um, just recently had, got turned down, I mean, turned down an NFL job. That says a lot about how, how passionate he is about taking over this office. Because look, here, here's the, here's the elephant in the room. No Alabama, right? <laughs> Louisiana developed the best talent in the world. I'm just going to go ahead and say it, and it's across all sports. And it's, and it's the coaches and it's the musicians. I mean, we could go down the list of, 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 of what we produce for Kappa, but, you know, what I really want to focus on is, you know, just the ability to, 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 to for cartash uh, to coach a Jamar Chase, coach, you know, uh, um, uh, uh, J- Justin Jefferson, and have an opportunity to run the plays. Boy, if i thought had that out of ran that. And, and and I think that's what attracted not only uh, Cortez Hankton to the job, but also uh, Brian Kelly.
1: Marlon, to that point, this is General D. I I think that the the groundworks are laid at the playground levels. You know, I think we have a tremendous grassroots organization that teach fundamentals, and then especially when they take it up a notch and go to guys like yourself to really fine-tune those skills so when they get to high school, those, those coaches have the opportunity not just to get raw talent at that point, but to really hone their skills to get them ready to play at an elite level. So you're seeing these guys have these leaps and bounds of, of, um, of talent that jumps out of the page when you start recruiting in this area because it is such a hotbed. Uh, the thing that, that really impresses me uh, about Frank when he comes in, he's going to be able to tap into that pipeline and not necessarily let it go. But the fact that he can go back and get players, like I was reported that Jeremy Hill and Leonard Fornes Fournette recently dropped by to the running backs room to just talk about you know restoring running back you and there's some guys that were elite running backs in the in the NFL and then it also said something I I really like the fact that he's keeping John Emery in the fold and John Emery looked like a guy that was on the outside looking in and all of a sudden now he's going to be eligible and and that's a guy that I think is going to emerge as one of the lead backs for this team what's your thoughts on the fact that you know, youth sports has taken a, played a major role, and then also these guys going to places like yourself of getting that added advantage. How far along you think that is for Louisiana?
8: I don't think it's far away at all. I think what you said, uh, you know, the first piece about just the, the development of the players from the park level to high school to be ready. You know, I think about <clears throat> my growing up as a football player, having coaches like Coach Allen. And then being able to play for Coach Hank Tierney, and then going to college and play play for, uh, you know, guys like Carl Dunbar and Bo Davis. You know, these these guys, Pete Jenkins, these guys are, are are like the staples at that position, the godfather at the position of a defensive lineman. You take a guy like Frank Wilson, being on this staff, coaching Jeremy Hill, coaching Leonard Fournette, and the way those guys, running back was never a question at LSU. All uh, right the running back you deal, so now you have that influence. You already, Coach Ed Ozeron, brought us back, right? He he made it more warming and welcoming for former players like myself. Now, fortunately for me, I uh, got hired the same year he did for LSU Sports Radio, but at, at the same time, you know, just to feel at home. Uh, and as far as keeping Louisiana intact from that running back room, you talk about John Emery. Uh, he, he's someone that Frank is excited to coach. I mean, I could, I could speak Clearly for that, for Frank, you know, knowing, knowing uh, John Emery's family as well, uh, some West Bankers. Uh, but, you know, John is a kid who he's hungry. He, he's hungry. He sat out a year, and it hurts to see your team, you know, just crumbling. There's nothing you can do about it. So Frank is the type of guy who's going to feed that hunger. You're talking about two West Bank guys in the same room at a top uh, of uh, Power 5 program. So I'm excited to what the, what the future holds for LSU in the immediate future. Um, I'm not looking for nothing amazing this year or even next year, but I, I, look, for those, I look for that 2018 to 2019 season that, that builds up to, to such a great roster and a, a well-put-together staff.
6: Marlon, let's turn it up a little bit. Keep working that music, Marlon. It sounds, sounds good. Marlon, thank you as always. We really do appreciate your time every Monday and Friday. Go enjoy some Parade. And go enjoy some cake. You can follow Marlon over on Twitter at BigFay504. Have a safe weekend and have a fun weekend, Marlon. Thank you so much again. I'll see y'all every Hello. Hello. Thank you. All right. When we come back, we'll talk with Leo Haggerty from It Sports Magazine. about like all things NFC South, mainly your Tampa Bay Yuccaneers. We'll be back on the flagship station of the New Orleans Pelicans ESPN radio Nola. You think it, you to the water.
2: She calls for you tonight to share this new life. When
10: you're shopping at Rouse's Markets this time of year and you walk past the bakery, it smells so good. That warm smell of gourmet cinnamon dough is Rouse's Markets King Cake Dough. Rouse's Markets makes their king cakes fresh throughout the day. The whole bakery just smells like Mardi Gras. Get your Rouse's Markets king cake in-store or ship anywhere in the continental U.S. at Rouse's.com. There are so many flavors to choose from. Rouse's Markets feels like home.
11: Thibodeau Regional Health System was recently named one of the nation's 50 top cardiovascular hospitals by IBM Watson Health. This award for delivering the best quality and most cost-effective heart and vascular care is important. Why? Because high-quality heart care close to home is not only convenient, it's life-saving. When it comes to matters of the
4: heart, choose the experts at Thibodeau Regional. When we walk, when we reach, when we play, we're moving through life. And in the wake of COVID-19, We haven't been moving enough. An estimated 80% of Americans aren't getting their recommended daily amount of physical activity. It's time to move and keep moving, America. Wherever you are and however you can. Movement reduces your risk of diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. It improves your brain function and mental health. It helps you manage pain and boost your immune system. And when you need help, physical therapists and physical therapist assistants are by your side with expert care to increase your strength and mobility and to improve your quality of life through prescribed exercise and teamwork. Because even in a pandemic, we are meant to climb, to dance, to soar, to thrive. Choose to move. Choose physical therapy. Visit ChoosePT.com. It. the man
2: that likes to talk now back to the sports hangover with gus Cattingell on espn 100.3 fm and espn 1003.com
6: welcome back to the sports hangover i'm jordan cleaver alongside with general d and a member of laboose kingdom lebron travis um, you have a message to yes, give out yes i want to
7: go ahead and say happy birthday Puda. i love you and be safe uh before we go any further and you keep talking about LeBron and I lose a uh, – because I think George might have to uh, call the police over here for me. Oh, come on. Because I might reach over and hit him if
6: they he keeps talking about They're talking about it on the national media. Should LeBron oh. stay in L.A.? Come on. He's any- not uh, – all right. Anyway, okay. J- Jimmy, what you got for us, man? You're on the sports hangover with Jordan, General D, and Travis. How you doing today?
10: Hey, how y'all doing? Happy Mardi Gras.
6: Happy Mardi Gras! Same man, to you, fun sir. Fun times ahead this weekend. Hey, man,
10: we're out at the parade right now. We're out here at Endymion. Traffic's getting bad out there right now. Though everybody oh. and their mothers coming into town.
6: Don't tell me we're uh, going to go the city uh, later today.
10: Take take the back roads, man. The traffic this is like the worst traffic day of the year. I don't know why. Every Friday before Mardi Gras, it's horrible. But no, look, sports wise, okay. I know a lot of Saints fans want Winston back, and I, I'm, you know, he's kind of like the top 3 agent quarterback. You know, um, Steelers want to replace Big Ben. I've been hearing rumors that maybe the Steelers might target him. If 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 let's say he gets fifteen million a year, or some team's willing to offer that, are we going to be able to compete with that, or are we going to have to go a different option? Are we going to draft? Are we going to get a lower end free agent like a Nick Mullins, or maybe you know somebody else? Because you know, finding the right quarterback is not easy, man. Look at the Browns; it took them what thirty years. And they still don't have a quarterback. And 30 years from what? Bernie Kozar? He wasn't even that good. Look at the Jets. When's the last time the Jets had a good quarterback? Vinny Testaverney? I mean, you know, look, it's going to be, uh yeah, exactly. So, you know, look, I'm going to hang up here, what y'all got to say about that, because I think Winston's going to demand top dollar. And um, anyway, going to hang up and listen. Happy Mardi Gras.
6: For sure. Thank you, Jimmy.
1: Yeah, Jimmy, man, thanks for the question. I, you know, I think that that his value has gone up from his production, Absolutely. Out, but the fact is he's coming off a knee injury. And the fact is he was a guy that was a, a turnover machine. So those that haven't seen Jameis Winston up close and had him in their building, that's what I think the advantage of the Saints are by having him being around the, the, the organization and also be immersed in it, gives him a leg up on that. Depending upon the dollar amount, the Saints have been an organization who's been very consistent with what they're going to offer they get stuck on a number and that's going to be their number they're not going to overreach and they're going to let the market come to them if they are stuck with a situation that Jameis doesn't want to be here i i disagree i think Jameis has done everything in his power to show that he wants to be a saint from the money he took his first year to his second year and here's an opportunity remember this is a guy that has the opportunity to drive a ferrari It's not like he's driving an old clanker. He's got a chance to drive a high-performance vehicle if he's under center, and he knows that that's going to lead to the bigger contract down the road. And I see it's tailored to maybe a three-year deal with some kind of player option in there, so you control his rights for one or two. Would 15 be out the question? I don't know because I haven't really dove into the numbers, but I don't think that's far-fetched. And I do think they have this flexibility with the cap to move some things down the road. Kai Hartley's been a wizard when it comes to that.
7: I uh I'll play devil's advocate not because I don't believe he'll be a saint. I uh, I'll play devil's advocate and say, hey, he could be in Pittsburgh. He can be in Carolina. He can be. We don't we don't know what's going to happen in Atlanta this year. We
4: don't. When we walk, there
7: there are places out there that you know have the ability to pay James Winston top dollar. What's going to happen in Green Bay if Aaron Rodgers retires or he goes? Who can, who's to say he can't be there? So it's a lot of options. This is just me being playing devil's advocate, you know, not, I mean, not believing. I feel he'll, you. He'll I mean, you know, I
1: think but. that the love situation would kind of rise there. They would let, mm-hmm. give him the opportunity since they wasted the high draft pick on him. Yeah. If if Rogers walks out the building, yeah, there are other spots. And we talked about before. After the dominoes start to 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 fall, then the chairs fill up. But I think if you offer him a contract that is commensurate to his talent and kind of maybe not breaking the bank, but not just kind of lowballing the guy, I think he makes the the leap and takes the. The bait and actually signs in a dotted line. You can come to
6: Tennessee. Let's go with to the next (laughs) phone call. Who that John, how you doing, man? Friday before, uh, well, a lot of praise going on today. So, uh, how you doing, my man? What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? What's up, General D, Travis,
5: Jordan? What's up, man?
1: How you you doing, doing? man?
5: Hey, General, D, how, that, how that chair feel? Did I leave it nice and warm for you? You did leave it <laughs> nice and warm. for you. I,
6: I, <laughs> Hey, the, if, you, if you don't know who that John came and sat in during the show earlier this week, so really appreciate you coming in and thank you for listening to the uh, thank you for uh, listening to the show.
1: Yeah, who that John man? I, hey, absolutely, I, I commend you on what you able to up? do. Yeah, I commend you on what you able to do and also for shouting out. Uh, Gus like that because, uh, it's a guy that I think happens in this media market that kind of is forgotten sometimes because he's not the most active on Twitter all the time because he has a lot of other things, irons in the fire. But every day I, I'm, I'm a loyal listener and I think there's other guys out there.
5: Man, I I couldn't agree more. Uh, that's why I told him what I said. I wanted the whole, the whole city, well, the, the local city to know. And I told him to tell him in his face. Let me ask you a question. Is that the same Travis uh, that that's a Lakers fan? Yes,
7: yeah. it is. I'm not a Lakers fan. I'm a LeBron fan. It's a difference, but carry okay. on. Oh,
5: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> never mind. I was going to give you a hard time, but because you're a LeBron fan, I'm going to let that go. All right. Look, you. Um. <laughs> um. What I wanted to say, so I, I got a, a story for y'all that happened to me last night. So I was doing Uber, and guess who I picked up from the airport? I picked up. Uh, the wonderful Jawan Johnson and his wife or fiance uh, the one that he you know I guess it's his girlfriend I, the one I, that's I don't know on, that's
6: on, man the one let me tell you something huh? the one that's on TikTok yes the
5: most down to earth people you'll ever talk to when I was getting grabbing his bags I said look man I'm not gonna make cause he had a sink shirt on uh, sink shorts uh, I mean he was just is getting to the fullest. He had his mask on, but I was like, "Look, I'm not gonna make this a big deal." But you are, Jawan Johnson. No. He was like, "Yeah, I am." <laughs> so we got in the car, and then we're driving for a good bit. I was like, "I'm not. I'm not gonna make this weird. I'm not gonna make this about football." We talked about everything but football, except when I grabbed his bags to drop him off, and I just had to ask him. I said, "Hey," I said, uh "I said you like the hire with Dennis Allen?" He said, "I love the hire." He said, "It kind of keeps everything together." You know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the season. And I asked him about Michael Thomas. I said, man, is Michael Thomas going to go off this year? He said, man, Michael Thomas is going to tear this league up again. He told it to me. That, that's that's his quote from his mouth. He said, Michael Thomas is going to tear this league up again. And that leads me to believe what his tweets are saying, that he got a chip on his shoulder. He probably wants to prove a lot of people wrong, probably want to prove a lot of people right. I'm so excited. I know we still have to fix the offensive line. We gotta get a quarterback, but I'm so excited about the season. I think the Saints are gonna be just fine, and I'm excited. It's carnival season, guys. It's Friday, y'all got about 13, uh, 17 minutes. Y'all enjoy yourselves. Y'all be safe. I'll be I'll be I'll be driving these tours around, um, and I'll, hopefully I see somebody on, on the on the floor on the float i mean, on the route on Tuesday. Cause I would be out there four thirty on St Charles and Third Street waiting for Zulu in our
6: trucks and Rex. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for that, John. I got to get to Leo Haggerty here. Uh, appreciate the phone call. Hey, Leo, how you doing? Sorry about that. Um, how's how's your Friday going so far?
3: Oh, Friday's great. It's eighty two degrees in February in Tampa. Can't we got Mardi Gras going on
6: over yeah. here, so I don't know about Champa Bay. I might have a, a Super Bowl. Champa Bay? Ch- Champa Bay? Champa Bay. Chumps, Champa yeah. Bay. It could be Champa Bay, too. But, uh, no, how you yeah. doing today, Leo?
3: I'm doing good. And, and, by the way, Coach G has a uh, the uh, uh, house he has is right on the parade route, so get in touch with him. He may be, have a spot for you on the Ooh, porch.
6: Might have to do that. Might have to do that. No, we're ta- we have a few minutes here. We were t- talking about – uh jimmy garoppolo and where he might end up this off season uh does he get traded uh does he you know, what's gonna go on with that i know travis and general D are saying hey it looks like the market is for for tampa bay to, to go after him uh what are your thoughts on this
3: you know what bruce Arians came out and said you know he's happy with blaine Gabbert, and that's that's the company line. He has to say that, <laughs> just, just just to just to keep everybody happy. But I truly, I don't believe that the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is even on the roster now. Now, with that being said, let's look at the other three teams: New Orleans, Atlanta, and Carolina. They may all be in the same boat. Matt Ryan's get a little long in the tooth. Who's going to get under center in New Orleans, and who's going to get under center in Carolina? This is the first year in a lot of years where the quarterback situation, NFC South, is totally up in the air.
1: Leo, it's it's General D. You know, I, the thing is, are you in the camp that it's a matter of getting a quarterback in Tampa for them to be able to kind of reset and be able to be the, the leaders in the clubhouse for the division? Or do you think it's it's a matter of New Orleans being the team that if they get the quarterback under center is going to be the leader in the clubhouse in the division.
3: You throw Michael Thomas back into that uh, group in the big easy. Yeah. I, I said at the beginning of last year, you know, take injuries out of the equation. I still think new Orleans was the best team in the league just because of of that defense. And again, it's one thing Tampa Bay didn't want to play. They did not want to play new Orleans. I mean, four of the last five games, they got beaten beat bad. So, yeah, I, I think if you get a quarterback in New Orleans with that defense and, and, and Allen being the right hire because he keeps the defense intact, now just finds an offensive guy and, and go from there.
1: What's the latest with Bruce Arians? Uh, There's it, been talk and rumblings that, you know, is he looking to sail off into the sunset since Brady's left, or is he re-energized to be able to take the reins again and make a run? Because it seems like all are going to lose a lot of free agents uh, when, when free agency opens up. Well, the
3: the big one is Chris Godwin. You know, if they can get Godwin back into the fold, and they're probably going to have to franchise him because that's the only way. The good news and the bad news is, you know, that he blew out his knee against New Orleans and so that the price is going to go down a little bit. But, again, Chris Godwin was the straw that stirred the drink. Yeah, you got Mike Evans, but Godwin did so many things. He ran that Z screen like it was a trick play. And uh, you got to get him back in the fold. You got to figure out what to do with Sue. You got to figure out what to do with Fournette. And let's be honest, until Tom Brady says no Moss, you got to figure out what to do with him.
6: Leo, thank you so much for your time. Sorry about some of the confusion over um, with the phone lines. Thank you for coming on every single week like you do. We'll make sure to touch base with you um, here next week. Leo Haggerty of It Sports Magazine covers all things NFC South and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Have a great weekend, and thank you for your time as always.
3: You too, guys, and enjoy Fat Tuesday.
6: We will, we will. All put right, put that sunscreen on, Leo.
3: <laughs> yeah, I got burned at a lacrosse game last week, so yeah, <laughs> the sunscreen's got to go on. I, I, I am whiter than white, so to speak. <laughs>
6: Well, thank you, as always, Leo. All right, one more segment left to go in the sports hangover. I'm Jordan Clebear with Travis and General D. Let's finish this thing off, guys. We'll be back on your flagship station with New Orleans Pelicans ESPN Radio. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents.
3: The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING. Oh, big talker, ain't you? The man that likes to talk. Now,
2: back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com.
6: Final segment, General D and Travis. I'm Jordan Kleber of the Sports Hangover. Um, Gus is away. He's over in Philly calling Tulane Women's Basketball He's recruiting game. LeBron's son. No, he's son. not. He's on the East Coast, not the West Coast. Stop. I need
1: to give a shout out to my son who's got twenty kids coming in from mardi Gras 20 kids God yeah gosh. it's 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 a group of guys and girls coming in from Sanford University in Birmingham I know oh. they're on the roads hopefully they're twenty one so it's God gonna helped. be uh yeah the the, the lions share are gonna be in the twenty one range he's twenty one so hopefully they uh everybody enjoys the mardi Gras uh, holidays and actually gets out of it pretty safe but um absolutely. I just wanted to give those guys a shout out
6: yeah absolutely you talked about this earlier in the weekend. You informed me that, hey, Scream and A actually talked about the dunk competition basically a day or two after you he said, hey, we should talk about the slam dunk competition and how they should change it to make it better. I kind of wanted to just end the show off on this, something lighthearted and something fun that we can discuss.
1: I tell you what, it was actually excruciating to watch that dunk competition.
6: <laughs> it was. <laughs> you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar literally got up and left.
1: He, yeah, it, it was so bad. And you're sitting there, you're cringing, not only for the fact that it's, it's not even exciting – is that these guys are missing dunk after dunk after dunk, and you would think they'd have the wherewithal to say, let me at least make one of these. You know, instead of trying to do the same thing over and over, what is that consult- called? It's called insanity, mm-hmm. until you get different results. You know what I mean? you got to do something different, and the the dunk competition the last couple of years have been atrocious, and I think the, the solving of that would be to get guys that are actually professional dunkers. And the reason I say that is that, these guys do that for a living. They put on a show. It's Dunking is not just about, you know, especially for the dunk competition. If you look back at the great dunkers in the game or the ones that have been so iconic with Vince Carter, obviously Jordan, you look at even the D Browns of the world when he's pumping up his shoes, is getting the crowd involved, Dominique Wilson, I mean, went, w- w- Wilkins. Wilkins, what am I saying? <laughs> and, uh, you know, some of these guys, you have to say, kind of revolutionize it but there's only so many dunks out there for guys that aren't doing this full-time so there's actually circuits out there that guys dunk professionally and i think that that would be the the solving of the problem because then it might inspire some of these other guys and actually make the purse worthwhile the 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 reason that the the dunkers that are professional dunkers would want to do it is because obviously they get an international stage and then secondly if they win the competition if you make that purse very high they're going to get all these these people that are going to get on their Twitter accounts or their their Instagrams and they're going to make money that way. And then also, you might actually attract some of these other guys that are phenomenal dunkers that we see in game dunking to say, you know what, I can go up against these guys and maybe do something. But right now, you're getting the the you know second tier talent, lower end talent that's trying to make a name for themselves by going out and dunking, and it's just not getting it done.
6: You know, I'm going to change things up a little bit instead of just talking about this slam dunk competition that was. General D's take for the end of the show. That was his take of the day. My take of the day is LeBron still sucks. Um, and the the Pelicans are literally going to destroy them in the playoff game oh, if they ever meet. God, uh, Travis, man. and with that, you have to give your take of the day before okay. we head off.
7: My take of the day is I, I cannot believe that we are still here arguing about LeBron James, I, I can't believe we're still here. But if you guys need this guy to go ahead and keep proving himself, I'll give him a phone call and say that New Orleans thinks they you know they can win a play, play in game against him. I'm pretty sure he'll destroy you guys in Los Angeles. Now I can't I can't promise you they're gonna win because Russell Westbrook, Brook Brick, on. whichever one you want to name, put some respect. Um, listen, he's dropping bombs over L A right now. I mean, if you hear a on the West Coast, it ain't an earthquake. It's him shooting. Um, so it, it, it's fine. You guys yeah, go ahead and talk about LeBron.
1: All you want. My last take is going to be this, you know, based upon the narrative, the narrative that was put out there by the national media who was attacking our city. That was very disappointing. And I can tell you one thing. People want to talk about family a certain way. They want to talk about the West Bank a certain way about, you know, uh, about Chalmette, about the parish or whatever it may be. But that's because we're family. We all from New Orleans. Yeah. And if you heard me right, we all from New Orleans. Yeah. So when you're not from New Orleans, you don't have the right to come out here and say things that aren't true or to be able to kind of come in at New Orleans the way they did. This and is that for was you, very Kendrick. disrespectful. And Kendrick Perkins, this is for you. I'm glad you came into the chat and got it real.
6: <laughs> for sure. Hey, man, this has been a quick three hours with you guys. Uh, thank you so much, Gus Cattingale, for allowing us to do the show today and just kind of give a different take or a different angle on things. Thank you, Chris Connor. Rafael Esparza, Daniel Salerson, Marlon Favorite, and Leo Haggerty for giving us some of their time to come on the show. Appreciate all you listeners. Hey, Pelicans, take on the Phoenix Suns tonight right here on ESPN Radio New Orleans, the flagship station of your New Orleans Pelicans. Up next, Matt Moscona, and after further review, thank you so much, Travis and General D. Hope you guys have a great and safe Monday Thank you. you. Same to you, you, man. man. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah.